Hello, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of The Legend of PJ Famicom. On this podcast, I let my computer pick a random track from my solo releases, then I talk about the song before and after we listen to it. As always, thank you very much for listening. For this reason alone, I will consider you a total non-poser. Today's first track is from Super Famicom's 2013 soundtrack to the game Stone Wings, released on cassette. Dubbed at home in paper sleeves, printed on my brother laser printer, just in time for my West Coast tour with Dustin and the Furniture and Real Life Tigers. Originally released on my 2009 CD, Perilous, this song is called Dirty Sleeves. I always wanted to redo the jam, ambient with just acoustic guitar. I saw a lot of potential for more. Listening to it makes me want to get my flute repaired. It sounds great on this track. But the bass tone could have turned out much better since I used my Boss multi-effects pedal plugged into my 4-track. That might have been the closest thing to a good bass amp I had. The bass was Justine's Rogue 4-string. The guitar was my Squire Telecaster plugged into the same processor. The drums were my first kit, CB drums with its brass pack-in cymbals, and a newly acquired Sabian B8 Pro ride. About the lyrics, they were written in 2009, it's about a friend of mine who was somewhat sad about the guys she often hooked up with. They never wanted to have a real romance. At the end of the night, she went to bed with my roommate because he had weed. And it's not like I was set on hooking up or anything. I liked her as a person and didn't mind providing a certain amount of emotional labor. It just affirmed my low self-worth and I imagined how much better of a person I might have been with the worst of jobs whatever I could get so I could buy weed of my own. And it's funny how materialism gets drilled into you so hard, especially when you're as broke as I was. When all things exist in $2 increments, flaunted and held above your head in mockery, people like me weren't on TV unless they were being made fun of. But I assumed hit albums were made by folks like me. And I was probably wrong. Not in 2009. But in 2013, things were looking up. I'd starved to myself for two months, obsessively working on my game, Stone Wings, and this track was on the soundtrack. Let's rock it. Dirty Sleeves.
Next, we have another tune about my early days in St. Augustine. It's called DeSoto from the PJ Baby Tour CD. It's one from a set of tunes I stylized as New Wave of Florida New Wave. The rest of those songs are on Super Famicom's Deepest Cuts album, but I think this track sounds just right how it came out. The drums were recorded in the spring of 2015 at my storage unit in St. Augustine. The guitar recorded in my room on Duero Street is my Squire Telecaster, played through a Roland DAC-15XD combo amp. It had four 5-inch speakers, and they sounded okay. The transparent, new wave guitar tone was there for sure. But I got the amp mostly because I wanted to get the classic Roland chorus sound, which didn't really come out. The bass is my 5-string Squire jazz bass through a little Randall combo amp, which I thought was a bass amp, but probably wasn't. I'm not sure on the model of it, but I played on my 2014 Super Famicom Tour. The vocals were done at my house in Bloomington before the PJ Baby Tour. They could have been mixed louder, but I've always felt the quiet vocals make you want to turn the track up louder, forcing you to enjoy the riffs and the tones. The lyrics are about hanging out on DeSoto Street. In 2007, they had everything I wanted. At the time, I think I was pretty good at schmoozing, but there was no schmoozing. And when I say, it could only have been celestial, that's a quote from the TV show Big Love, starring the late glorious Bill Paxton. And when I say welcome to your bed, I should note that nobody was trying to hook up with me. DeSoto Street wasn't a place for that. It was a place to eat food and bum cigarettes. Everyone in their way was a new kid in town, and everyone I hung out with on DeSoto Street was soon gone from town, like many other tiny groups, and they seemed to have so much fun together.
Next, we have a song from Meridosha's Mega Drove collection. Since releasing this collection of fake bit tunes, I've been hired to compose two different computer game soundtracks, making this last December the most prolific month of my life. So I'll wait until next season to talk about some of those songs. The track at hand is called Meet the Sky. Some of the riffs were taken from a song from Super Famicom's Bell Split with Millie Geronimo called When an Airship Meets the Sky. So this new jam would make a good airship theme for an RPG game, and it's nice to think of how long I was able to spend on this track and get it just perfect without anyone's weird time requirements and intended vibes. This is a straight up airship song, and I think it rocks. I love when songs have a chance to do a lead line, how I would have sang it if I were on vocals, with a duet and endless cast of harmonizing instruments. So let's check it out. By Meridosha, Meet the Sky. Entertain me for a minute. Let's assume I'm an authority on writing songs. Often I've thought there are two basic criteria for a good song. The first one is memorability. When people listen to your song, are they going to remember it? If they don't remember it, they won't think about it, and they won't consider putting it on. Often lyrics help a lot with this. Many times I've tried to sound smart with my thesaurus poetry and ended up with a song that lost its juice. Many will use the term everything as a slang for something that is good, 
But I like to use this literally as our second criteria for a good song. You've got something memorable here that strikes a chord, but is it everything? Is it complete? Are you adding too much stuff and narrowing the nature of your tune? Does your song really need more of the same, or does it need a complete shift in direction? If your song isn't memorable, it should at least be everything. Then as a writer you can say it's finished and move on to something new. And you may end up with a song that's complete nonsense, but that's the nature of everything. I've often argued that less is not more, but I think we can all listen to a song and tell whether or not it needs more or if it's claustrophobic, and whether or not we're using that negative space in a productive way. Cryptic is one thing and technical is another thing. Neither are everything. But having your song be everything, chances are it will also be quite memorable, which is the case for our next song today. It's called Space and Time, and it's about space and time. Everything. And if I add more to it, everything would not have been achieved. It's from my 2007 split with Kids or Goats, recorded at Kelly Shea Hicks's house in Nashville, on my Tascam 4-track. I'd been playing this song for a while on my toy keyboard, and the time seemed right to get it recorded. Levon of Kids or Goats played this one at one of his shows with an acoustic guitar. If it were more than four chords and three words, such might not have been the case. So let's listen by Super Famicom, Space and Time. Space and Time. Finally, we have a final song for today. From the same original set as DeSoto, this song is from Super Famicom's latest album, Deepest Cuts, and it's called Failed Reverse Psychology, or FRP. It's a fun, dancey new wave song with a sort of deep existential meaning to it. It's about the new friend, the cool nihilist, tries for nothing, achieves everything in a primal hedonistic sense, and sure, there's a certain amount of enlightenment with all that. These lyrics were written in a session of lyrics for 10 songs, 
in my backyard on Duero Street. That being said, I wasn't too judgy about my work to refrain from borrowing metaphors from Winnie the Pooh, like being stuck in this old doorframe because you got too full of honey. Also, I don't feel like I wrote the most original vocal parts for the song, especially with the vocals, but I don't think there was any tune within that I couldn't identify with. You're probably aware with every little music scene, there's a certain phrasing that people tend to copy in their vocal melodies, and since I've been in a lot of tiny scenes, I feel like I can give a nod to all of them without needing to constantly do something fresh. After all, the new wave of Florida New Wave is a genre that never really existed, so all of this is in a parallel dimension where all things originate at their own rate. We could go for a long time on the metaphysical subject of originating, maybe if you ask me to. But I'm going on a lot in this episode, and I think this track rocks. So rock this track, let us do, it's FRP baby, what's that? Failed Reverse Psychology.
Thanks again, always, for listening to my little show. Next time, it's going to be all classic Super Famicom with songs from The Wandering Floret Part 1, Perilous, Don't Open Till 7 O'Clock, Super Famicom Split with Real Life Tigers, and an unreleased song. So we'll talk then. Thanks.